your favourite albums. Disgust. Track by track. On today's podcast... Here are your hosts, Campbell and Jack. Alrighty, and we are back once again with Track by Track with Campbell and Jack. I am your host, Jack Walker, and you know what? Joining me again... I'm still here. You're still here. You can't shake me. You can't, can't get rid of you. Uh, you can't really take a hint. No. No. So, uh, joining me once again, as always, Mr. Campbell Morath. Lovely to see you. Lovely to see you. The thing is that, you know, Track by Track with Jack doesn't sound... It doesn't flow as nicely, does yeah, it? So. You need that two-syllable name yeah, I suppose before here. that yeah. to you know, really make it dynamic and strong. Yeah, well, yeah, and Eddie McGuire's still not here. So no, he's not, no. So track by track with Eddie and Jack. That sounds kind of cool. Yeah, that's what that works. Yeah, cool. Again, right. two-syllable name. Yeah, probably. Yep. So, how you been? I've been good, mate. We're, we're getting back in the swing of things, aren't we? We are. Two yeah. in two weeks. Two in two weeks. We'll uh, continue doing that. First thing, uh, before we kick off anything with news and so forth, we will be doing yet another track-by-track track raffle next week, which we're very excited about. That's more it. More details will be available on the Facebook page, but uh, if you're listening to this, we just thought we'd give you a fair warning here. There'll be another audio thing on the iTunes feed, so... There'll be more information there, information on the Facebook page where you can submit your album suggestions and we'll yeah. be uh, doing that sometime next week. We haven't got a date finalised yet, but yeah. again, we'll, we'll have that. We'll just keep the same... I think we'll keep the same requests in there as well as other ones. So if you uh, you know, if you want to say it again, you can. If you want to you know, put in the same request as last time that you missed out or keep it open for whoever wants to jump in. Yeah. I think we want to keep it to one or two suggestions. Yeah, so each. the thing everyone, although, you know, thank you so much for your suggestions for the last track by track raffle, but everyone submitted that participated, submitted about four or five ideas. Yeah. Which is great. Which yeah. is good. Yeah, which is great. But really, at the moment, we're only looking for about one, maybe two suggestions. Yeah. And we'll pick uh, one of those two, probably like the first one you suggest. And yeah. There you go, and we'll put that into the hat. So we'll have a we'll have a different hat we next new, week. Yeah, we need to find a new hat. So last time it was my Burwood oh, Cricket. I mean, I gotta find a hat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, do, right. do, you, do you reckon you have anything? Yeah, I got a couple of caps. So we had to be able to do something. pull something out. Yep. Uh, the other thing as well, uh, if you're listening to this, obviously you're listening to this through our iTunes feed. If you have a spare couple of minutes, it would mean so much to us if you gave us a rating and review on iTunes. Mm-hmm. You might need an account. I'm pretty sure you do actually, but it will take you two minutes to sort all that out. Yep. Uh, go to the Track by Track podcast page. So go to the podcast section on iTunes, type in Track by Track with Campbell and Jack. We'll, we'll be there. Yep. Uh, it, we're even at the point where if you type in Track... Really? We, we might be like the 15th or 16th suggestion. There you go. So, go. we're moving up in the world. They said we could never make it. No. So, <clears throat> uh, just give us a five-star rating if you think we're worthy of that. Yeah, four. We'll take four. We'll, we'll take a four. Yeah. And 
just a, a review just to say hey you know oh guys you're so cool keep it up yeah um or even even some constructive feedback because you know we don't really know what we're doing wrong at the moment mm. we pick out a few things oh you know that can be improved here and there but you know is there something you'd like to see a new segments or anything like that you know give us a few suggestions and we'll happily take them on board and maybe incorporate them into future podcasts mm. so anyway moving on to a bit of news and there's a bit of news this week mm, uh, the first weird. story that stood out for me and this is uh, i remember i was just looking at some of the music feeds earlier this morning trying to find some news for the podcast and i because all, all week i couldn't really find much now uh campbell are you interested in seeing ronnie james dio on his new tour i wish he died mate he died many years ago did he yeah you, you sure yeah because i, I could have sworn that while i was going through the news it said ronnie james dio announces new world tour yeah i, I did you actually open that do you actually open the article, or do you just no? I didn't there? get. I didn't get around yeah. to that. Well, when you open the article, it's actually his hologram. <laughs> so this whole thing about holograms has really kind of taken off in the last, you know, what five, six, seven years. Yes. And it's people literally paying money to see, like, a display, yeah, like a plasma display of a, an old rock star, which is totally bizarre. It, uh, so it's a whole world tour. Yeah. Uh, I said they've announced dates or he's announced dates. His hologram has announced dates in yeah. Europe at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're over there, uh, maybe you could be our, and want to see the show, you can be our correspondent. Yeah, we'll be we'll, our European correspondent. We'll, Tell us what we'll it's you. like. <laughs> we'll cross over to you. <laughs> I've seen a couple of performances with the hologram. Yeah. And it's pretty much what you'd expect. Mm. Like he's all the way at the back of the stage to make it look. A bit more realistic because he's if he's all the way up the front of course it's going to look like a hologram which right. which, which it is funnily which, enough which it is yeah uh but because it's at the back you know it's a bit harder to tell but and you know he's got a live band performing with him which is that's really obscure isn't it yeah it's totally i wouldn't pay money to see that it's totally no. i wouldn't say it's like I, I think this went ahead with the permission of his family so i'm not going to say it's you know disrespectful to his legacy or anything no. if the family gives a go ahead then that's fine. I just see it as maybe a bit more tacky. Yeah, it's not. It's not cool, is it? No, no. we've seen that. We've seen the the um, the hologram thing come up with you know Tupac and oh yeah and that kind of stuff. So it's been done before, but I'm not sure we're ready for it. You know, we have There's been talk about it for years, but this I think this is the first time where it's really, uh, t- you know, taking the next step. Yeah, and the thing about it is like, wouldn't you get someone who's a lot more successful and famous? Like Ronnie James Dio had a great career, sure, mm. but it's not like he's Elvis Presley or, you know. Yeah, or uh, I was about to say Freddie Mercury. Yeah, even like why not do? Even, even though Adam Lambert's doing a fantastic job for Queen at the moment. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it just seems it just seems like a weird choice. Yeah, Ronnie James Dio. Yeah, but you know, uh, he does have a a very loyal fan base, of course. True, true. For his tenure in Black Sabbath and well, good on uh, it. solo career and... Good on it, I suppose. It, yeah, good on, on it. I suppose they don't have to worry about the hologram having a bruise problem. That's true. Or anything. That's true. I just... I wonder if there's like a power outage or something, you know, or if there's <laughs> something something wrong with the computer and it turns off. <laughs> or like a virus. Yeah, exactly. And he comes out and he's all like... Holy day, 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 He's all like fragmented, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's really weird, that one. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. I think the dates are late November, early December, so we might revisit this a little later in the year. Yeah, see how see how it goes. Hey, see we might be wrong. It, it might be the best rock show ever, and we're just we're dissing it. 
Yeah, yeah and this becomes the new norm. Yeah. So the other bit of news that I heard from earlier this week, uh, I think this was at Splendor, mm. which is uh, which happened over the weekend. Powderfinger had a little surprise reunion. Yeah, and they're such a iconic. Australian yeah, such band. A, yeah, they're such a you know such a Splendor in the Grass kind of band as well. Yes. So I found that particularly ironic. But um, yeah, the thing was the the drummer wasn't. He wasn't around. Yeah, I heard about this. So, the drummer, whose name is John Coghill. Yes, Johnny Boy. Yes, Johnny Boy. So, he wasn't invited. Mm. And apparently, this was all a very last-minute thing. So, Bernard Fanning was doing a set-up at Splendor, and I'm not sure if everyone happened to be there, but it just turned into a bit of a Powderfinger reunion. It's a bit... uh, bit spontaneous and what have you and you know they did these days and i've got you on my mind and all those classic powderfinger songs and mm. yeah the drummer wasn't wasn't invited yeah which is tragic but in the end it turns out that because it was such a last minute thing they just didn't have time to coordinate with the drummer and there there, there was a bit of speculation that there might be a bit of bad blood yeah right well that's what i would have thought mm. but as it turns out they're all still very good friends uh, I think it was Bernard Fanning posted something to his social medias that essentially showed all of the Powderfinger members fixing John's car. I see. It's like, it's oh, we didn't invite him up to Splendor, so now he's making us fix his car. Yeah, so, yeah fair enough. You may as well uh, so that's, oh, benefit so, from it. That sort of shows that it's all still in good spirits and whatnot. So, happy days for Powderfinger. I always thought that a reunion would be a good thing. Yeah. You know, for, for Powderfinger. And I, I really do, do think it happens on a larger scale. We think about... You know, when they first formed, I suppose twenty years has gone by. It was ninety six, I think, their first album came out. So yeah, was... I think they were around a little bit longer before then as well. Yeah, so they're, they're kind of twenty years has gone by. Maybe the thirty year reunion could could uh, and it would sell as well. It'd sell it immediately, I think. Oh, without a without a doubt, yeah. Uh, Eighty nine, they started. Eighty nine. Eighty nine. Goodness me. But, but their first album, you were sort of right, wasn't until 94. 94, right. There you go. So, See, that, even that's still earlier than what I thought. Yeah, but it doesn't really feel like they've been around for that long. Mm. I mean, they've been putting out, I suppose, since the you know, the famous kind of Bernard Fanning with those albums he put out, kind of took over, you know. People kind of thought that's what mm. Powderfinger was for a while anyway. But yeah. yeah. So, it'd be interesting to see if anything comes from this or if it's just a one-off. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, moving on now, we'll go straight to our album. Mm. So, Campbell, you can intro uh, this week. Yeah, well, it was um, it was my my call to pick an album, which is always very exciting. It only happens every every fortnight, and uh, I was just thinking, I didn't want to do anything that was Australian because we we've been doing a lot of that lately, especially with last week with the Divinals. And so I was just listening to my iPod on you know on shuffle or and uh, thinking what was around what was what, what am I listening to uh, and I stumbled across the album we're going to be doing it's an, always an album that I've listened to as a drummer it's got some great drumming as you know a budding producer it's got some great production on it um, the sound of it is is famous amongst people who are into kind of music production of how it was just put together in the the recording studio that was recorded that and the musicians that were on it and it's just a bit of a bit of a masterpiece in my okay in my books um but listening to it i was interested because it was a few little bits of um things that you know it's kind of what happened with the um back to black you know i'm like oh, that's, mm. that's not really how i remember that sort of yeah revisiting an album yeah because it's, it's as we say we listen to it quite intently um yeah 
So yeah, I was I was super keen to do it. So what is it? The album Continuum by John Mayer. It really is kind of standing up for all the records I've done and, and the records I will do. And it's kind of a placeholder for uh, an, a future argument as to you know, a different record I might make down the line. It's mm -hmm. just kind of standing up for the whole thing. So my life was all about going home, getting school over with, and going home and playing along to my heroes' music. I think as you start to get in your late 20s, you realize that nobody you ever looked up to ever knew what they were doing either. <laughs> you know what I mean? And there's kind of an interesting freedom in that. So try your best. It's your right to try. And, and it's a song, it's, it's a whole record about time passing and how you make peace with it, you know? I think it's a matter of uh, kind of maturing. There's not, there's not a lot of room to mature inside of being a musician, like being a popular musician. It doesn't really allow you to mature that much. And uh, I want to mature more than I can. I, I represent myself much better musically than I do like verbally, so I'm just trying to do the music justice. Is he doing the music justice? Yeah. Okay, so John Mayer Continuum. Yes. Interesting choice. Yeah, I thought so. I thought it was a bit different. It's been a while since we've done a solo artist, actually. That's true, yeah. Yeah, because we did Metal May, which yep. was four bands, and we did, after that, Beach Boys, Zombies, Maroon 5, to Vinyls last week. So it has been a little while since we've done a uh, a solo artist. Yeah, who, who was the first? We did, I suppose... Uh, we, we did Missy Higgins. Missy Higgins. Yes. Um, Amy Winehouse, of course. Amy Winehouse. Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. So we've done, this is the fourth one, out of 18. Yes. So there you go. Oh, Elvis Costello. Elvis Costello, how can we forget? One, actually, of, you know, one of my favourites. I, I actually, every now and again, I have a look to see what podcasts have been downloaded. Yeah. And that's one of our most popular ones. Oh, Elvis go. Costello and Alice Cooper. There you go. So the solo, the solo artists are more popular. We should should get into that. Popularity of this podcast will just explode then, yeah, clearly. Yeah, yeah. If, uh, if, if past is a reliable indicator of future performance, then should clearly. do. Yes. So... I haven't really listened to much of John Mayer. Mm. I'm, I'm, you might remember this. We did one of his songs. We did. At our year, year 12 group music exam. Yes, we did. With our friend Steph. Mm. What was that? What was Born that? and Raised. Born and Raised. Yeah. Yeah. Which that, that, that was good. That was probably my first experience with, experience it. with John Mayer. Yeah, I think that was the album before this album. Okay. Uh, or maybe that was after. But there was this kind of a trio of albums. His first one, his second one, his third one. This is his third one, and people kind of they see it as like a as like a three, a trilogy, a, a trilogy. And this is like the the piece de resistance. Like this is the this is the best out of the three. And I suppose it's kind of it's different from his kind of singer songwriter stuff. Um, it's more bands. It's a bigger sound. It's less acoustic. There are still some acoustic elements in it, but it's mainly. Um, you know, a bit of soul and even a bit of funk at times yep. throughout it, which is I found really Some interesting. Some very bluesy guitar playing, yeah, yeah, obviously. Certainly. So compared with these other stuff, so is his other stuff very singer-songwriter, acoustic sort of uh, stuff? Yeah, it can be. Um, he's always been one for, for great production, um, but uh, this is certainly kind of more widescreen, if you will. You know, it's mm. a bit more going on, which is probably what drew me to it. Yeah. Um, like musically if you took out all the lyrics musically it's yeah. one of the best albums i've heard it's got pino paladino on bass who famously played bass for the who after the death of john john Entwistle. okay so that's quite they're quite big boots to fill um so he's been with john mayer since the start really um steve jordan who's a really really successful session funk soul drummer 
um, is also producing this album. Yes, yeah, so skipping ahead to the trivia there, which is part of the yeah. uh, part of the segment, he is producing. Yeah, yeah. and then there's John Mayer, and now uh, there's a couple other guys that feature, but there's now the the uh, the John Mayer trio, which is mm. what they are now. So, yeah, I heard they became a trio at some point. Yeah, yeah so that's there. that's what they are now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were John Mayer, now it's the John Mayer trio. So the so the boys at the back get a little bit more a little bit more attention, which is good to see. Okay. I remember you saying that this is one of the best sounding albums that you've heard. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It's, and I think we'll, which is one of the reasons you picked it. Yeah, and we'll touch on that because we always talk about kind of the the sound of the albums as being one of those things. I remember Alice Cooper, for example, was mm. one of those albums that's got this sound to it. Um, even Bob Erzin, I think that was. Yeah, mm. yeah. So yeah, I'm just excited to. To jump, jump in to jump in and hear the songs. All right, well, we'll go into some trivia before that. So this was released on the 12th of September, 2006. So it's been a, around a little while, John Mayer. Yeah, longer than people think, I reckon. Yeah. And as you mentioned, it was produced by Steve Jordan. John Mayer also had a hand in that. Uh, this won a Grammy. It did. In 2007 for Best Pop Vocal Album. Yeah, I can see that. Yep. What's interesting about this album, what I found, is that it's got three different uh, cover arts. Yes. So there's one obscure, but yeah. There's one uh, which features just the word continuum, I believe. Music by John Mayer. Yeah. I like that as there, well. There's an alternative one to that with a, a few more additions to it, I believe. And then there's one with a picture of John Mayer on it. Mm. With the with continuum, of course. The last bit of trivia is that now we gotta bring up our friends at Rolling Stone. Yes. So this didn't quite feature on their list of 500 greatest albums of all time, but it did rank a number 11 mm-hmm. on their greatest albums of 2006. Wow. Yeah, wow. What was number one? Does uh, it say? I don't know. We might get back to that when we, after I'd be interested we to play the first we song. could do it in a few weeks' time and see how they compare, see if we rate Rolling Stone's view of, of the yearly uh, the yearly charts rather than the of all their, time charts. Their respected opinion and so forth yeah, I don't know why we, we have such an affinity towards Rolling Stone but I don't know I suppose it's because when we were first looking at albums we always looked at the Rolling Stone to see the you know what a bit of inspiration mm. um, and most, most of them have been on that list so we're starting, Quite a to, few, yeah. starting to branch out which is good yeah so I think we'll get straight into the songs now fantastic so here is the first song which I believe was the first single as well this is Waiting on the World to Change so we keep songs you'll ever hear <laughs> I don't know what, what more well, well just quickly before we what more does it need to do, before we go into your uh, worshipping of the song yeah uh, the Rolling Stone list yeah so number one now just name some albums from that year you've, you've... I can't think of many yeah I put you on the spot there my mistake uh, oh interesting they had Wolf Mother's Wolf Mother at number 15 there you go that's interesting I think this is more than four, stop, four steps better than that but alright Number one uh, was Bob Dylan with Modern Times. Yeah, all right. Cool. Good on your own, Stone. You, nah. not, not a fan? Not a chance. Anything that he did past 1976 is rubbish. Just was. He, nah. 
Knock off on that, mate. No. I'm not having that. Not, not a fan? No, nah, not a fan. I will do it. We'll review it and we'll see if I'm wrong. No, I I, I don't. See? You don't, I don't want agree. to see, see. I rest my case. Well, I'm not much of a Dylan fan, so I'm not going to uh, go down that path. Uh, waiting, on, waiting on the world to change. <sighs> name one thing that's wrong with it, Jack. I can't name anything. All right. It's a, it is a very good song. Brilliant start to the album. And it's a great opening track. Uh, it's... Good choice for a single. Yes, I reckon too. Um, short and sweet. Not too long. Mm. Um, I was singing along to it. You I was were. Doing a little you bit were. A little bit of guitar work. The drum fills. I, you immediately see the musicianship you're dealing with. You immediately see those decisions. Of, well, there's a bit of xylophone in there. There's a bit of trumpet, mm. some strings. Does that come from John Mayer or some of the... That'd be John Mayer doing all that kind of stuff, I would think. Um, all the percussion would be Steve Jordan, but the idea of that's very John Mayer to, for, to put colour. He's all about that, you know, right. adding a bit of extra stuff to it. Um, yeah, lyrically, structurally brilliant. Yep. Um, I think, you know, one day our generation is going to rule the population. I think that's a great line. Um, me and all my friends were all misunderstood. I wonder if that's about kind of celebrities and that. Could we see a bit, a little bit of that throughout the album, touching okay. on fame and? I, I didn't really, when I was listening to this. I wasn't really looking out for the lyrics. Yeah, it's and, yeah, dude, when you listen through the album, just keep your ear out because some of the stuff he says is quite poignant. All right, well maybe you can point out some more stuff later on. I will. The main chord progression, uh, which you hear in the chorus and so forth, reminds me of a U2 song. Which one? Uh, it's called Stuck in a Moment You Can't Get Out Of. Oh, uh, and, just... and that was released what a hit. before this album was released. Right. Just wondering if there's a bit of inspiration taken from that. Well, can we play that? Can you play the, I will. the yeah, U2 yeah. song? Because I'll, I don't know I'll what it is. You. I'll show you. Righto, so there you go. What do you reckon? Yeah, I can see I can see a resemblance. Slight uh, resemblance? We love a bit of uh, plagiarism on the show, don't we? Yeah, it's not the first time. We love looking at this. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, but... Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if it's... You'll just leave it be? Yeah, I you won't. Know. I mean, uh, as I say, we only have 12 notes, don't we? Mm. So... Let's put them in a sequence like that, which, you know... It strong, is unique. Strong, strongly resembles... U2. Yeah, it is. I wonder if there's... The U2 classic, dare I say. Been any problems. Anyway. Yeah, I don't think anything's really been no. brought up with, about it. Uh, so going back to the song... <laughs> we might have just made it, though. This might have gone... This might go viral. This, is, this will be massive. John Mayer could be up for hundreds of millions. <laughs> sorry, mate. Uh, so there's some, as you mentioned, some great instrumentation in the song. Some xylophones, I think it was, some horns. Mm. Uh, and there's this great instrumental section or like a bridge yeah. midway through the song which I never I, used to like that as a kid growing up you didn't I never I thought it was always out of place but now I think it's really kind of funky at the moment. That, that nearly makes the song for me yeah it's cool yeah, every, every, everything was sounding good but this just sort of took it to the next yeah. level so I'll play that section now other thing as well there's some great drum feels yeah. in this song stevie. the drums sound great stevie j not, not G- gws player. not stevie johnson no uh yeah no but yeah he's he's a great session guy but he also he's got some serious chops when he yep. wants to yep um which is a an unbelievable combination good trade uh we'll move on to the next song now if you didn't have anything else to say no all right next song this is i don't trust myself with loving you hold on to whatever you find baby Hold on. 
Two from two. Uh, the first thing that gets me about this song is the is the immediate change of feel, and that's something he plays with a lot throughout this album. Yes, just those right, huge yep. feel changes. Do you think it works? Do you think the feel change works? I think it works. Yeah, it's certainly, you know, it's rare you see a, cha- a change up this early in the album in regards to, you know, tone and feel. Yeah, but I, I think it works here. It's got yes. some real groove in it. Yeah, as as, as D Wade and the world change, so we're seeing a bit of. A bit of groove. The thing I love is the double tracking of those, of the of the voice, the falsetto and his chest voice together in that chorus. See, you you may not like me for saying this. I'm not a real fan of his falsetto. But you're not a big fan of falsetto anyway. Well, I don't mind falsetto when it's used correctly, and I think he has a very strong falsetto. He does, or he doesn't. He doesn't. Really? Let me take that back. He probably has a strong falsetto, but it's not a tone of his voice that I particularly enjoy. Right. Okay. So it's just going down taste of tonality rather than ability ability yeah Yeah. right uh look i'm totally loving the verses yeah loving the feeling that uh what's that you know guitar effect in the intro i don't know but it's cool let me let me play that and yeah you can see what we're trying to say It's almost like a volume swell effect yeah, it's, it's, on the sounds, like when you're playing with the knobs on your guitar yeah. mixed with like I, I know like it a sounds bit of, kind of fuzzy a little fuzzy yeah um it sounds like it's purposefully kind of quiet mm. it's always not supposed to sound like a guitar um yeah the tone is out of this world all right i think it's just awesome um the solo is great the first solo the second solo not so much but that first solo yes so much space and he's just Mm. He's real, really musical, and I say that as it, in he's he's playing with the band. Yeah, that's that real blues sort yeah. of feel in that solo S- coming sitting back. Yeah, uh, and again he repeats. Well, he doesn't repeat. He sort of does that similar vibe of solo later in the song where yeah. it increases in dynamics. Yeah, uh, which is cool, but I don't think it really no, I, I worked. Like that that, I could do without that. Yeah. but I loved how the intensity of the song really started to rise towards the end. Yeah. I do have one thing to say mm. about one negative thing. First negative thing I've said. It's probably a little bit too long. You see, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. And around the four yep. minute mark would be a great time to finish it yeah, off. Yeah, this is near five minutes. And we were sp- speaking a bit about this last week with the Divinals. Mm. There's probably about a minute well, they were of this the, song. Yeah, the worst I've ever seen in that regard. They were just like, <laughs> let's, let's turn three and a half, great three and a half pop rock songs into you know, these six minute masterpieces. So I think he is, he is certainly guilty of that as well in this, yeah. in this particular song and it's a great little bit of like a yeah I, I wouldn't really thing. like call it indulgence yeah you know I, yeah because it's easy to say oh he's you know indulgent no, making it, these five minute tracks yeah. or whatever I, I'm just not entirely sure if he knows you know that they can be short yeah you know it, this I is how it's, he, or it's like how you write them you know yeah it's just such a kind of can't cool imagine them any, it's any, not yeah. it's not harming the album to, to keep it going yeah Um. I certainly think if there's somewhere in the middle if somewhere in the middle of the album that little bit at the end would be a really cool thing. That little bit at the end, um, with like the little organ thing. The, this, I thought there were like strings being played on like a keyboard. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I love, really cool. I love the way that ends, and I'll play right. that now. Yeah. 
and you can sort of still hear a bit of his guitar solo in the background great way to finish it yep uh yeah i agree two from two so we'll move on to the next track now belief 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 So that was Belief, and it's a bit of a step down, in my opinion, yeah, from yeah. the previous couple of I songs. Think, I think it's kind of a bit out of context. Yeah, well, I remember we, we, we were just both listening to the song. The vocal effect in the chorus, I think it is, yeah. doesn't work. No. And you probably just heard that in the section we just played. Um, it seems really out of place and unnecessary. Yeah, even, the, even the chorus, I just don't think is very strong. No. Um, I don't know why. I just, it just never really was my favourite. There are some great kind of parts musically. Yeah, like that really unique sort of guitar riff at the beginning. Yeah. Which sort of repeats throughout the whole song, which I'll play now. got some really cool like phrasing in it with the tone of the guitar that sounds really cool yeah uh it's no real melodies that stand out in this no. song in my opinion it's and the last two have been so great in that yeah. regard so yeah i don't know just a, yeah a step down not 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 bad mm. but not great yeah i think the uh guitar is certainly the star of the show mm. in this song the tone in the solo mm. so you know something that we haven't heard and crunchy yeah. a bit more crunchy a bit more real overdriven yeah which yeah. is really cool there's a part in the outro which i think is really cool where uh you've got two guitars that are playing at the same time one's that clean guitar we hear in the beginning and one's that more overdriven sound and they're playing together you got one through each speaker yeah and it sounds really really interesting and unique yeah mm. yeah and he's really yeah he's really into that kind of um textual like you know filling in those spaces if they need to be filled, yeah, um, especially with, with the guitar work, um, you can just play all over the yeah. all over the guitar, which is yeah. a good trade as well. It's interesting that neither of us particularly, once I not enjoyed this song, but it's not our favorite so far. This was nominated for a Grammy award. Yeah, but I see that it's it's very Grammy ish. Yeah, I think he was trying to go for a bit more of a modern R and B sort of thing yeah. in this song. I mean, it's it's good. I mean, I was tapping my foot to it, and there's there's some really groovy bits to it. I mean, the drums and the bass was so great with Pino and Steve. But, you know, that's in every song. Yeah. So it needs more. Unfortunately, when you set the bar so high... To start off with. To start off with. Mm. Yeah. you got to kind of keep yep. going. Uh, we'll move on to track four now. This is Gravity. Oh, I'll never know What makes this man With all the love That his heart can stand Dream of ways To throw it all How good's that? It's okay. Really? Uh it's look, it's good. Yeah. It's good, but this wasn't my favourite. Right. Well, immediately we have the t- tempo change, slows it down. Yeah. Kind of restarts. That six eight shuffle from Steve Jordan, he is hitting <laughs> so hard. You can hear <laughs> those drums are getting absolutely belted. Yeah, musically I think it's as good. Um 
as we've heard um as far as tone goes as far as bass goes as far as songwriting goes you know the, the lyrics uh kind of take the back seat i think almost deliberately yep i think he writes lyrics that are a little bit you know eric's airy just so the music stands out so well the vocals are really dense i don't know why but they sound thicker than they have previously okay maybe because there's so much space around there there, there is a lot of space in yeah. this song yeah yeah um that bit that there's one great oh, part of the song this is good where it's he says gravity stay the hell away from me and the whole band stops yep. I think we should just play that bit now yep. gravity stay the hell away from me yeah so the whole band kind of highlight the fact that that's quite important yes um, and that's you know those little little decisions they made to, to do that um, would, would mark very highly if they're doing a year 12 music exam uh, I think we as, would as far as creative uh, decisions go mm. um, but yeah what, what was what was not really doing it for you I really wish I could point out what but you know the first two songs I thought were good mm-hmm. third one maybe not as great I listen to this one like it's good but I just don't really click with it for some reason I'm trying to think of why right uh, it just didn't really get me alright there you go yeah and you know, I know we're music analysts, yeah. But I can't really point out why this song didn't it really doesn't click with you. Doesn't click. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, there are songs like that. In fact, the next song for me, I feel a little bit the same. Where you know, it's there's nothing, there's nothing here that I, nothing I've heard that I haven't disliked. Yeah. But when there's been something, I'm like, you know, and I think that similarly to the Divinals album last week, that it kind of it ebbs and flows really, really nicely. Mm. So. Um, as far as an album goes, the highs kind of help the lows, and the lows help the highs. Yeah, yeah. it's really it's, it's lovely sounding so far as well. Mm. So yeah. Uh, so shall we move on? We shall. All right. This is called the Heart of Life. Pain throws your heart to the ground. Love turns the whole thing around. No, it won't all go the way it should. All right, so that was the heart of life, and if I'm honest, I thought this one was a bit dull. Yeah, I thought it was dull too. I think the, thing, the lyrics are great. Um, I like the lyrics. It's it's a bit. It's this is more kind of the singer songwriter thing um, that he was doing previously. Previously, yeah, it's a nice enough song. Yeah, look, the guitar sounds nice. Uh, it's just nothing really in this song that I'm going to remember in 20 minutes. Mm, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but as I said, yeah, the guitar sounds great. Uh, I'll just play the intro. You know, it's something a bit more upbeat. Yeah. And it's, yeah, quite nice. In regards to the whole vibe of the album, I think some of it's getting a bit samey. Okay. I think you know, every it's weird. Every song has had a bit of a different feel. Yet I think saying that they're all sort of grouped together in this sort of lazy Sunday morning yeah. vibe. Yeah. Uh, I think that's starting to get a little bit samey. But right. don't don't worry. I actually say some good things later on the album. I think there's some great change right. uh, change ups later on. Yeah, but um, I agree. I agree to an extent. I think there's certainly. Uh, kind of some similar themes and some similar kind of instrumentation, mm. but I also think that it's developing. 
I okay. think that it's not. It's from the start. Those first two songs are really kind of out there, groovy, and then there's a bit of, bit of a kind of timbre change and tempo change, throughout the middle, and then those, these next few songs coming up. Mm. I think it's. I think it's deliberate. I think it's deliberate how, the structure of this album has been, put together to kind of make you may even think that way. I mean, the next song is a great example of yeah of how that yeah. works. But yeah, I, I think the lyrics are really really strong. I haven't heard really any lyrics that I've thought, oh, it's not really working. Um, but yeah, musically, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. But, okay, good. Uh, I don't have too much else to say regarding that, so we'll move on to the next song, which is called Vultures. So that's a really good change up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep, a bit funky, great yeah. bass in the the bass. So yeah, talk about the bass. Kind of the hero of the brilliant of the song, isn't it? Yep, it's um, it takes quite a quite a simple melodic line and makes it quite interesting. Yes, um, it was just the way he plays. He's kind of got that fretless bass thing going on, and the, yeah, um, isn't it interesting how that has a unique sound? Like yeah, fretless bass. Yeah, um, it just it's got a great kind of moving around the, the fretboard it's because it's so obviously there are no frets yeah. on a fretless bass uh, and everything just sounds really smooth sounds really and... smooth yeah for sure it's yeah as I said it changes that really simple bass line to create something quite like textually interesting um, and what interesting most about this song is kind of what it means you know I did some some research on this particular song um, probably more than any other song because I just thought it had some really interesting lyrics what I found was it was about kind of um, paparazzi and Fan, uh, gotcha, fan, yeah. Kind of, you know, a vulture takes takes the kill from a from an animal that's already kind of down and out, and uh, kind of thinking of you know dealing with fame and kind of fandom as if they were kind of vultures, which I thought, I thought was quite a apt description mm. um, and quite quite visual in the way it's um, kind of spoken about. So okay, cool. Yeah, I love love the verse verses in this song yes. really catchy really enjoy those uh the chorus loses me a bit yeah i get that too yeah yep not just, just not, not just because of the falsetto uh, yeah. I, I in fact i think the falsetto is appropriate here yeah but just i think it could go into something a little bit better yeah and dynamic. i just think it's a weird kind of section mm. um it sounds like a bridge yeah it sounds like it should be something that's kind of in there but not um yeah, I don't know if it's a, if that's a structural problem or a songwriting problem, but yeah, I, I didn't really feel it. I thought I, I thought the falsetto and the and the kind of melodic line was really really good. Um, I didn't really like where it ended up with the testing me testing me part. Yeah, yeah. To me, I think that could have been a different chord or yeah, right. something. I didn't quite enjoy how that finished. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's we're getting pretty pedantic, but yeah, it's true though. I, it is. It's that little those little things that hmm. when they're done really well. Yes, can seriously uh, be the heroes of albums. Yep. What I do like, there's this uh, keyboard solo, and it alternates with an organ. Yeah, I think that's really cool. Do you want to give that a bit of a yeah, sure, a bit of a whirl. Yeah.
and there you go. I, yeah, I really like the funk feel of this song. Yeah, and they're doing that that band this groove that, thing really, yeah. really well. Yeah, so. this is, a, you know, that change up that I've been waiting for a little bit. It's not so much that Sunday lazy Sunday morning feel yeah. anymore. Yeah. It's something that little bit different and I really like it. Yeah, but you can see it as the song goes on. You can see these changes throughout the songs and some parts, you know, it bridges a little bit faster and then the next song will be a little bit faster or it'll be a little bit different. And I'm seeing it, as you said, this is a great kind of what, this is track six, so we're smack bang in the middle of the album. Mm. So it's changed and it's, it still kind of reminds you of some of the songs, um, you know, like Belief. It's got a bit of groove to it. Gravity's got a bit of groove to it. Um, that's right. So, yeah. That's all I've got for this particular song. Yep. Uh, move on now. So this is the next song, Stop the Train. Stop this train. Stop this train, sorry. This train. Or that train. The, the train, that train. Any train. These trains. All of them. Stop this train. I want to get off and go home again. I can't take the speed it's moving in. I know I can won't someone stop this train? Thoughts? Love it. You love it? Absolutely love yeah, it. That's really interesting because it's like before there was some, what was it? A Heart of Life or something? It was kind of similar and you didn't like it. And I'm a little bit confused now that you like that one. And I think the songwriting in this song is much, much better. Yes. I think there's some melodies in there some chord changes they're just so so much better than what we heard in yeah. what was the other song called The Heart of Life yeah. stuff that I know I said that song I probably wouldn't remember much stuff in 20 minutes I'll remember this stuff yeah. because just those little chord changes that catch you off guard an acoustic guitar good change up yeah. Yeah. good change up Johnny True. Well, well done Johnny Boy well done and I've got a little I don't often uh, quote the artist but I've got a little quote here for you regarding this song yep. and it's meaning what it's about so John May explained to the Daily Mail uh, that this song is about getting older um, and he touched on a time when he suffered from what he said a quarter-life crisis in 2001. He was in his 20s and that was great, but at 27 he crashed and uh, he was a little bit you know, hesitant of where his life's going. Now at 30 he's a little bit more settled. So I suppose it's a song about kind of getting older, even mm. you're not all that old, but kind of just the moving of life, I suppose. That's, yeah. that's what the train yeah. is, I suppose. train is life, yeah. essentially. Yeah, it's, it's a good metaphor. Hmm. There's uh, so much in this song that I really enjoy. There's this great build-up towards the end of the song with these, you know, rising backing vocals. And... Yeah. So I'll play that now. easily my favorite song so far wow nothing nothing against what we've heard so far there have been mm. some really good songs uh but... me, i must say how so, um, how I, remember, so? I am really surprised with that with that cool um i get it it's a good song yeah but i didn't think it'd be your favorite well there you go uh maybe a bit too long yeah maybe a bit long nearly yep. five minutes again i think this song could be a little could bit four. shorter could be four easily I yeah think. you can probably cut out a verse and chorus yeah i love the main guitar riff yeah. You know, it brings back some memories of like a Blackbird by the Beatles yeah, or something. Yeah, it's got a bit of that going on, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, look, really, really good song. There you go. So, two pretty good songs in a row for, for mine. Yeah. Next song, this is Slow Dancing in a Burning Room. We're going down And you can see it 
again, you know, something a little bit different, yeah, which is drawing, really important at this point of an album. Drawing inspiration from from different things. Um, he is a, he's a great country and blues guitarist, so yeah, I'm surprised he hasn't utilized. I, I want to hear a bit more country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got it's a really interesting kind of meeting between kind of urban soul R&B stuff mm. with some pretty hardcore blues music like so it's a really interesting mix I feel if they had any more kind of genres in there it could get a little crowded because I feel a lot of bands and a lot of musicians try and do that you know I can play everything so I'm going to mm. put it all in my album which I you know it could be a little crowded um, as far as kind of genres go but you know I, I yeah I see what you're saying because it's certainly got that real twang to it yeah um you know a bit of heavy reverb there as well which is nice to hear and the, and the lyrics are great in this one as well um you know slow dancing in a burning room is, it's, cool. know, it's a cool title for a song running out of time you know so it's um very kind of metaphorical at the moment with these lyrics kind of paints a picture if you will mm. um yeah I'm, i love that song that's, yeah that's kind of one of the first ones i put on if i kind of feel like listening to this album nice so. i like the chorus uh yeah it looks solid few tracks in a row i think mm. i don't have too much else to say yeah i mean else? yeah it's, it's the it's the good songs you don't need to talk about too much really there you go i can't do all the talk it for himself uh next uh next up on the album is something quite interesting we've got a cover yeah you want to intro this one yeah this is uh, a song from Jimi hendrix axis spoulders love which i think came out in 67 a real yeah it's a really interesting kind of rock blues song that he does in his style so that he doesn't his style but he's really kept it to the true kind of way that Jimmy played it All right, you well, know, with the guitar stuff we'll get to that now so here's Bold as Love but they're all they're bold as love yeah they're all they're bold as love they're all they're bold as love just ask the accent Great. It's a good cover, isn't That's it? That's the first real like finishing of a song we've heard as well. Yeah, look, there's been a lot of fade outs, which as you know I have mixed feelings about. Yeah. I don't want to sound like a broken record yeah. here and uh keep repeating myself, but yeah, proper finish here is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I said a really solid cover. I said he sounds confident and capable. And I also said at the, at the end there it sounds like I'm really listening to Jimi Hendrix, which is a big rap, obviously. Yeah. Um now as Morris Eddie Van Halen man than a Jimi Hendrix man. I wouldn't even call myself an Eddie Van Halen. No, but more, more, yeah, that, I, I more that way inclined. Yeah. What do you, what do you feel about this kind of music being put into this album? Well, if you, if I'd never heard this song before in my whole life, yeah. and I heard this in its place on the album, I probably wouldn't know it's a Jimi Hendrix song. Yeah, right. It's, I mean, I've heard the original. Yeah. Uh, and it's actually a fairly similar vibe. Yeah, but John, I so. but John Mayer really makes it his own by. Mm you know, incorporating some of that, I don't want to say it again, but lazy Sunday morning yeah. sort of feel to the song. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the guitar playing is absolutely top notch. Yeah. Not just with the lead guitar playing, but some of the more melodic rhythmic parts. Stuff that he, behind it, yeah. But it, that he plays throughout. This, I think, was a very good cover. Yeah. yeah. I think the only downside for me with this is in the original Jimi Hendrix voice is a lot more kind of growly and gravelly. And I think it kind of needs it. I think... John Mayer's kind of voice is, I think, probably a little bit soft for this. Um, I would love him to do like a Little Wing, which is another Hendrix cover, which is a little bit more kind of suited to his yeah, voice. Yeah, I know but... what you mean. I'd like to hear a bit of grit in his voice because yeah. it's that very 
smooth sort of uh, timber. Yeah. That I think it's sort of starting to get it maybe a little repetitive. Yeah. And, and but, 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 but it stands out a little more here on this song. But yeah, I'd like a bit more grit. Yeah, he can well. and he can do the grit, you know. Um, yeah, I think there was a song earlier on where he showed a bit more um, power in his voice. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's a really cool addition. I think it's really strangely placed. I think at nine, you know, nine out of twelve, you know, it's almost like it's just like popped in there, you know. Mm. Oh yeah, we'll whack that in. Yeah, but it, it works. <laughs> yeah, I, love I, it. I I wouldn't take it away. I wouldn't really move it. I think it yeah. belongs quite nicely where it is. Cool. Uh, so we're heading into the final few songs of the album now. So we'll move on to the third last song, "Dreaming with a Broken Heart." Another cracker. Yeah. I reckon. It's interesting because I, looking over my notes, I, I didn't really have it up there, but I think just listening to it now, the change in instrumentation is great. Yeah, piano. so we haven't heard much piano. I think there was a little bit in maybe Stop the Train or Stop... Is it Stop the Train or Stop this train? I stop forget. this train. This train. Just stop all forms of rail <laughs> motors. Yeah, this is a really nice song, in my opinion. Yeah. So we've got the piano to start off with, which plays its little uh, motif, which I'll play now. I just really like this one. It's There's a really nice instrumental section around midway through the song yes. with the piano and the guitar yep. and it's that changes the song quite up quite a bit and yeah. i'll also just play that now go, 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 go. That's a, almost a standout part for me on the album. I really like that section. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I've seen you kind of vibing over there. Vibing. You're like, yeah, this is good. Yeah, really and, good. And it is. I'm surprised I wasn't. I was kind of a bit harsh on it. I think. Really. Um, I said. It, I said it sounds a bit easy. Yeah, I, I, I said can it get sounds that. a little bit, you know, effortless. Um, but maybe it's a good thing. You know, maybe the fact that mm. it's just it's his ability. Yeah. I think the, you know, when you're dreaming with a broken heart, waking up is the hardest part. I think that's a really cool little line. You know, I think it's a song that a lot of people would be able to relate to if they were in that kind of scenario. Yes. And this album is kind of laced with those kind of songs. It's got those kind of fallen in and out of love songs, which is what he's really good at, but mixed with that real groove and musicality that he's blessed with as well. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this song rises really nicely as well. That, you know, subtle increase in dynamics, yeah. you know, the introduction of the drums and then maybe some strings in the background a little bit later and more intense playing of guitar and piano and the vocals are bigger it's really nice uh rise and then it falls that little bit and then there's a proper outro again not unlike the whole album itself Mm. really we've seen some of these songs like kind of songs within the whole main song of you know the album's rising and falling as we always talk about how how we love as well the songs are as well you know they start soft they build up they build they come down it's I feel like we're repeating ourselves, but it's it's great. It's like the it's the stuff that we always say album should have. Yeah, and need, yeah. It it already has it, so Yep. Alright, well we'll move on to the next song which is called In Repair. Oh, it's taking so long. 
The second half of this album has been really impressive, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, just every song's, you know, providing something a little bit different. Yeah. This song is actually quite simple, but there's a lot of layers to it. Guitars, vocals. Um, actually, I'm pretty much just repeating things that have been mentioned during this yeah. album. Yeah, but yeah, they keep getting the same kind of stuff right. I just said the, the band sounds as tight as it has. Yeah. As it has. Um, I love the sound of the snare drum. Just something I picked up. Mm. If you're giving a listen, just got a great, yep. great kind of um, kind of whack to it. I said the solo's good as well. Little solo in there. Um, the only thing I did say against this song is it's probably a little bit too long. It is too long. And now we were talking about this before the podcast. Mm. We were just having our usual uh, brief, yeah, so to speak. And yes, it, it's about six minutes long. This song. Yeah. And we both agreed it's quite long. We thought this could be a better closer. Yeah. And then the, More than the kind of the, the, the um, what's oh, a big bird? Look at that bird outside. Wow. <laughs> uh, just huge. Just these birds just kind of. Yeah, we've got this uh, open window next to us. And uh... I think I've just been watching the birds all day since we've been doing this podcast. It's been mm. quite enjoyable. Anyway, so um, yeah, if this was the finisher of the, of the album, that length I don't think would be a problem. Because yeah. it could just be a really long fight. You, you can get away with that. Yeah. But I if think it's the last song. The fact that we have another song after it, it's probably a little bit long. Yep. But yeah, I think it's a great song as well. Um, yep. I think you're right. Ever since... Probably Vultures. Probably Vultures. There yep. hasn't been a song that's been dodgy. Yeah, so. there have been a few songs before that they were a bit eh for me. But, but I think I always but, think it needed it. I think it needed a little bit of a plateau. Because they weren't bad songs, as we said. We never said they no, were No, they were just ele- elements of them that could have been better. Yeah. 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 But yeah, since Vultures, everything's been really impressive in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like the outro in this song. It's that typical sort of sing-along you can imagine thing that, that can really work in a live environment. So live. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll play that now. I was going to say that. Thing, I was going it? to say that, yes. Um, you know, and this could be a really good closer for a show. I mean, if I went to yep. see a John Mayer show I would, and they finished this, I'm like, oh, it'd be cool. You know, you leave while you're you know, a bit buzzing and mm. it'd be good, I reckon. So, yeah, it's, it's got some kind of closing potential, but it just it's just not. Mm. So There you go. That's We're now going to move on to the final song. So this is called... I'm going to find. I'm. I'm gonna find. Sorry. Gonna find. Gonna find another you. This is a fantastic song. Here we go. Looking forward to it. You take your sweaters. You take your time. You might have your reasons, but you will never have my right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna find another you 
album complete. Yeah, that's um, that's almost perfect. That song. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, is um, it? I said it could. It sounds like it could be a jazz standard. You know, it could be something yep. that he's that he's doing you know, from the '40s or whatever, and just kind of make it a bit more modern. Something I don't think we've mentioned uh, with the guitar playing. There's certainly a lot of a lot of eclectic genres that we've heard with the guitar. So we've had country, we've had blues, we've had rock, we've had more soul. There's a lot of jazz yeah. in there as well so yeah. with some of the chord changes. Yeah, for sure. Even that, that intro, just the, if you just play the guitar intro from, from this song. I will. It's it's exactly like yep. those kind of those chord changes. I'll play that now. It's really over. And you can hear the same thing in that outro as yeah. well. Yeah. Where um, it's just that. Uh, interesting jazzy sort of chord changes yeah it was a real um like a real like kind of thematically it was a real diss of an x obviously um but delivered in a really unique way mm. um i feel there's a lot of thought that went into the feel of the song yeah because i i myself believe that you can kind of say whatever you want in a song so long as, as it's delivered in an appropriate way yeah okay um so I think he's yeah he's mastered that yeah I, I don't really think it's a it's a closer it could be a closer but I think I almost like to see it higher up yeah look I I have nothing against it as a closer but as we mentioned before there's a better song waiting in the wings yeah. that I think would suit that closing title a little yeah. better opening and closing is so important yep so so we'll get to that in a sec so Campbell we've done the album as we always do and now we move on to the post-production segment, mm. I suppose you could say, yes. where we move around the album a little bit. But firstly, what was your favourite song from the album? Either the last one, that one we just played, I'm going to find another you. Gravity is good. Vultures is good. This is a really hard album to pick a favourite. But, uh, hmm. I actually don't know. What do you think? You might inspire a choice. Well, you might already know I'm going to go for Stop This Train. Stop This Train. Yep. Yeah, I think that that, that's a certain standout. Uh, waiting for the world to change was pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Slow dancing in a burning room. Yeah, yeah. I think there was probably a, a handful of three or four there that are as mm. good as each other. Yeah, and that I can't kind of split. Yeah, that's a fantastic album. I, I enjoyed myself listening to it. It took me a while to get into. I think it, it grew on you. I, yeah, I think it grew on you. This is second, yeah. the second or third listen, especially kind of with me in the room. Pointing out all the and, I, and, I, and I can't say the bad things anymore. Yeah, uh, and pointing out all, all of the all of the things that you might have missed on the first listen. Mm. Um, but I, I, it's it's grown on me as well. Um, I must say. Yeah, the the thing is, listening to it for the first time as I did the other day, the first five songs I remember listening to, and I thought, oh, I might have some bad things to say about this yeah. album because out of the first five songs, only the first two I enjoyed. Okay, and then you had three songs after that that didn't really. Do it for you. Do it for me. Yeah. But it's rare you see an album recover like this one has <laughs> yeah. in the second half. Yeah, it brought it back. Yeah, it really yeah, did. There's I some th- great variety, yeah. great songwriting, great chord changes, instrumentation. I think it is very yeah. different to a lot of the stuff you listen to. So whenever it's my whenever it's my call to pick a, an album, I try and pick something a little bit out of the box just to watch you squirm a little bit because um, <laughs> it's, it's entertaining for me at least. Yeah. I hope it is for listeners as well. Well, there we go. So now we're going to restructure the album album a little bit. Yeah. Uh, now we've only taken the one song out, yeah, which is the heart of life. Yeah. So which is which is harsh because it's not a bad song. Yeah, there's nothing really wrong with it, but it's yeah, probably if you had to pick a worse song from this album, yeah, it would probably be that yeah. because there's nothing really that you know nothing that stands out. It doesn't really about fit. That song. I don't think it really fits the the, structure. the vibe anyway. Oh yeah, the, yeah, the vibe. Just the Marbo, the vibe. 
Yeah, and as we said, it's a little bit dull. Yes. Yeah, a little bit boring. So uh, we haven't really changed anything in the first half aside from that. So after gravity, instead of part of life, it will go into straight into vultures. And I like that because yep. you go from that 6 8 kind of slower feel yep, shuffle sort to of thing. that uh, vultures, which really upbeat and funky. Bob your head yep. too. So. Then, of course, stop this train, slow dancing, boulders love, uh, broken heart. But then with the final two songs in repair and i'm gonna find another you obviously we have swapped those around yeah and get that long outro with uh in repair, in repair. which which is fantastic which be great. yeah that's a closing album and as you said as a show would just be brilliant yeah yeah i'd love to find a, a live version to that see if he like gets the crowd to sing along to it yeah i'm sure you would you'd have yeah. to is he a good live performer i my i actually missed a chance to go and see him um my sister went um she was really into the album before this one. Yep, that was a bit, uh, you know, lovey dovey kind of kind of stuff. Um, and so yeah, she went to see him. Apparently, he's really really good. Actually, weirdly enough, this morning I was watching. He had a live feed on his on his Facebook account. He's doing this tour at the moment, kind of like when the Foo Fighters did the the garage tour. Oh yeah, and they played in like yeah. uh, people's garages. He's doing dive stuff. bars, so he's doing really kind of oh yeah, you know dirty bars and you know on route 66 through los angeles and stuff so he's doing that um and so he, he put those up on, on facebook live so nice. i was watching that this morning and how the crowd reacts to him is immense like it's it's like you know someone like Jimi hendrix or freddie mercury have walked on there go they go insane so um yeah I, if he came out um he's just put a he's put a record out recently okay in search of everything i think it's called i might go listen to that and yeah. have you heard it yet or i haven't no all right could be worth a listen absolutely all right in regards to john may it's you know i've heard of him he's one of those musicians who's been around a long time and but yeah i've never really delved into his catalog maybe it's time to... but the first time i did that was for when we did born and raised for our year 12 music exam and i, I remember really liking that song mm, yeah. i remember really liking it and thought oh yeah i might need to you know give him a bit more of a listen but i never really did oh there you go maybe yep. it's on the it's on the cards now. Maybe just a other little bit of trivia. He's a he's been a romantically involved with quite a lot of celebrities. He has. He's made his way around the. Just a bit of trivia I found. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like a lot. Yeah. Seriously, a lot, lot. more than you'd think. Yeah. Uh, and like proper A grade celebrities like mm. Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Ka- um, Katy Perry. Taylor Swift. Yep. Jennifer uh, Love Hewitt. Yeah. God. Yeah. That's big names. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Good on him. Good on him. It's plenty of. Um, plenty of material to write about so yeah that's good all those bre- all the breakups yeah. and well no broken hearted musicians always write the greatest material the best absolutely it's a little, little known fact yeah yep so i think that just about wraps up the album just a couple things to finish off so next week i think we'll do a raffle yeah yeah we'll do a raffle so again send in your suggestions to our facebook page i'll make sure something's up where you can just mm. comment and Put your suggestions up there. If, you, if you're voting again and you already voted in the yeah, previous one, you can leave your suggestion or you can decide on something else. That's completely yeah. up to you. We're really looking forward to doing this again. We'll have a new cap ready to go. Yeah. We're not exactly sure when we'll do the live stream where we announce the announce the winner. It'll probably be sometime late next week. So you've got plenty of time to get in your suggestions. And yeah, we'll let you know when we're going to do the live stream. And, and don't be afraid to, um, to mix up your, your thoughts if you wanted to see us do something a bit out of the box a bit weird that's kind of the, that's the beauty of the, the beauty of the podcast beauty of yeah. the podcast and the beauty of the raffle so 
um, whatever you think if you think we'd be weird if we did it just put it down and, and whatever happens happens because yep. it's it's quite fun actually last time we did it the kind of preparation yeah it's almost like we're studying for an exam you and I were sitting in there yeah, we're, we're, going through different pages online yep, yep. trying to find different articles so yeah lots of fun yep exactly and, and remember to please rate and view again. on iTunes very very we've got important. to say that again yeah, we, we, we've got to stress this in our, we've in got our, to start stressing it <laughs> in our brief before the podcast like, we've really got to get on to them about the, the rate and review thing yeah yep. so that's that's the best thing you can do so if you know this, if you actually know us and you know you're good friends of us next time we see you we're going to pest you yep. pest you quite a little that's bit it. get on iTunes uh, podcast section type in track will be about the 15th or 16th uh, suggestion but with your help we could be the 14th or the 13th exactly <laughs> exactly with that I think we will wrap up so I'm Jack I'm Cam and it's been Track by Track with Cam and Jack it's been really fun it's been fun it's been a good one see you next week see you later bye, bye.